Miller and Condon. Ken Miller. Trent Condon. This is Miller and Condon on Des Moines Sports Station. 106.3 KXNO. All right, good morning, everybody. Welcome to Miller and Condon here on a Wednesday. Did we say a, well, we can't say. We won't even try to say. There's so much basketball today, including North Carolina State and Kansas is about to tip that basketball, and they'll do so on ESPN and the battle for Atlantis uh, coming up here in mere moments. It's a busy day on the program. We're grateful that you're spending some of your uh, day here with us. Uh, BMW, the morning guest list, looks like this. We are going to start with Chris Williams, who is filling in for John Walters uh, this weekend. Um, as far as the basketball, the men's basketball coverage goes, he's in Portland, uh, where the uh, TJ's crew is. Uh, getting set to play tomorrow in their opener against Villanova. So Chris will join us coming up sometime in 15 minutes. He is, as we speak, on the bus uh, from the team hotel headed to the arena uh, where the uh, where the men will practice. But we'll get Chris coming up here in about 15 minutes. Then in the same segment, Mitch Holtis only has five minutes. Got a very narrow window. Everybody's cramming stuff in, but he's going to uh, join us for five minutes or so here this morning. Then uh, Lee Sterling will opine from ParamountSports.com. He's got a handful of games that he'd like to share his thoughts on, and he'll do so about 10 minutes before 11. To kick off the 12 o'clock hour, Bama Bob, Trent, and I will preview the weekend, uh, the final regular season weekend of college football. I hate those words. Uh, and then uh, Tom Cakert on the Hawks, as they will play tomorrow afternoon, 3 o'clock. Also do some basketball uh, with Tom as well. Tom Cakert, HawkeyeReport.com, about 1235. Uh, are we doing picks before we leave? Today? Oh, we got to make picks. I okay. mean, we got to continue this awful slog as <laughs> yep. both of us won two and three again last week. I mean, people fading us this year. Well, they should. If they're, they're, they're making are, money. They're, you have a very good Thanksgiving. Although, I got to be honest with you. Uh-huh. I'm honest with you all the time. I hate when I say that. <laughs> then you catch yourself I every do, time. I do, and you I've do already, it. it's already out of my mouth yeah. by the time I say it. It pisses me <laughs> off. Um, I love tomorrow's slate. You do? I'm worried. Oh. Well, you're, you're normally not confident this season. No, I know. So and confidence is a good thing. I'm going to give my wife my phone as soon as I get off the air. So I'm going to get home. Here, take this. Hide Lock this. Right. <laughs> Hide this until tomorrow. Uh, I do. I've got a strong opinion, at least in the two early games. Oh, okay. And we'll save that for, for later on. And we get to see primetime Kirk Cousins, right? And that's the one game I don't have a feel on because you know what? The Patriots have a defense. Yeah, that they do. I like some team total unders in that game. Do you? Yeah. I could see that. I could see because I think the Patriots are going to give the offense of the Vikings Mm -hmm. fits. If no, Darius saw. He saw that offense. He's out. Yeah, Yeah, he is out for sure. Boy, that was a good draft pick on their part. I wondered at the time. but Kind of felt like a stretch. It it worked out well. Yep. I got to get him back healthy. Indeed. Uh, they're still going to win the division. I mean, the division's, uh, I want to say, say fait accompli. Yeah. Pretty close. It, it is. It's over. I think it is, too. So, uh, speaking of truth, i got to get your truth here. We yeah. were out at the keg stand on Monday. Yeah. Had a great time. We had a blast. And Couldn't hear ourselves think. We were presented by Truly Hard Seltzer. Yes. Now, of course, we know that you did not crack your first beer until 8.30. 8.30, right. But the distributor said, eh, take one with you. Yeah, I did take it. it Keep that under wraps. That's just you, right. me, and, and our listeners. Right. Don't tell anybody else. But yeah. yeah, take it with you. I don't think you're supposed to walk out with it. And drink. a stocking cap. And a stocking I cap. put it in my stocking cap and stuck it out the door. So, did you drink the thing? No. My wife is going to oh, this weekend. Oh, okay. That, yeah. That's what I was wondering because, well, we've learned here in recent weeks, you've never had a drop of whiskey before in your never. life. Never. 
Have you ever had vodka? Yeah, I've, I've, I've okay. had Bloody Mary or something. Okay, like that. so you've you've no, at least orange had juice or not or a martini. Ugh, good God, <laughs> none of that. But it's pretty I mean, strictly just down beer. to have a relaxing martini afterward. Huh? I mean, how is that possibly refreshing? It, it very well could be. I, I guess don't know. it it's, is. It's teach their own right, right and yeah. they chill it. <laughs> pour me a beer. But I saw you taking that out, and it, it popped into my mind: Is he actually going to drink that? No, <laughs> no. No. It's, it's going to be Cindy. Will it's be going to be yeah. I bring home gifts for my wife. I'm a very Look thoughtful at you. dude, right? A romantic <laughs> from the get go. Enjoy this seltzer. Indeed, got her washer and dryer. Wow, delivered. Yeah, nice put a bow on it. <laughs> no, I didn't put the bow on. It. Oh, she'd be pissed off at me. Oh, anyway, imagine. And her boys are no. You know what? Her boys are coming home for Thanksgiving, oh, so uh, she won't be pissed off. So yeah, it's going to be a blast at the Miller House this weekend. You're going to get on an airplane mm-hmm. and head to your sister's. Oh, uh, when do you come back? Sunday, right? Yeah, we come back basically first flight, leaving Cleveland, coming back on Sunday. I've so. never been to Cleveland. I've been there a bunch. Yeah. Um, I like it. Do I, you? I know it gets kind of a bad it, rap. Yeah, horrible rap, yeah. The area where the basketball arena and the uh-huh. football, or the, excuse me, the baseball stadium, the right it's next downtown, to each other. Right? It is downtown, right? It is downtown. What is it, Quick Alone and Progressive? Yeah, Yeah. at least it was. It very well could have changed names. The old Jake, right? That's true, yeah. For the baseball and... Just a really cool area. There's bars and stuff down there. It's fun. I, mm-hmm. I've enjoyed it. You're on the lake during the summertime, and my sister always sends pictures. It's it's really nice I, during that there's time. There's a street, Trent, and, uh, and it must be right around there, that mm-hmm. there's all of these restaurants and bars, yep. and it's like, I don't know what the, the Nashville's got one, Memphis mm-hmm. has one. There's a lot of cities that have these yeah. places. But yeah, I've seen some of that. But within a food show I was watching during oh, the okay. pandemic. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my God! Anyways, uh, football rankings from last night. I just I just want to touch on it briefly because yeah. I want to talk about the basketball game I watched last night. Uh-huh. Good God, Creighton McDermott got a team. Oh, absolutely, he got a team. A team that, I mean, talk me out of betting them at thirty to one here to do what to cut down the nets. Oh yeah, come on, save your money. They got a big. They've got guards. I like McDermott as a coach. Um, what are they missing? Well, they've never done it. True. I mean, to ultimately cut down the nets, you have to be a blue blood. Mm-hmm. If you had said to get to the final four, yeah, I, I, I could buy that. Not, not, not enough price. Not enough Although, price. you know what? I haven't seen that. Is well, that if it even... doesn't cash, it's a no price. Well, that's true. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> really. That team's not winning a national championship. You know, they were really good last night. They were really good. That and Arkansas game is going to really... get better. They're and very Ar- young. Arkansas is young. Yes. Totally agree with you. Uh, and they're they're actually 20 to 1, whereas Creighton's 30 to 1. Because I think there's still more upside. I probably so on that team. But Cal Brenner's a dude. Yes, I mean seven foot one dude is what he is, uh, and he, and he's not alone. I mean Nimhart is a terrific player. Boy, had a dunk last night. That was great through traffic. Oh my god, threw a tomahawk dunk. The seas parted for him too <laughs> on top of it. You know the the Shearman kid that came in from South Dakota uh-huh, State. Uh huh. I didn't think he played that well. He, he had, had 20. twenty. Yeah, I just. Kind of waiting for him. I'm like, mm-hmm. I want to see a little more. That's where he came from. I didn't realize yeah, that. Yeah, okay. he was, and he was wanted by. I mean, all the blue bloods were uh-huh. after him. So great, and they put together. I'm going to guess a pretty good nil offer for him yes. to get him to sign on the dotted I... line. And that's the advantage that Creighton has over what we have here with Drake. Mm-hmm. I mean, just the amount of money that mm-hmm. is invested there. And the other thing that helps him a lot is Nebraska basketball sucks. Right. And because of that, that's very true. It is very that's easy to very be a Nebraska point. football yep. fan and a Creighton basketball fan. And if you're going to invest in both, and the big businesses of Omaha do the same thing. Yep. If we, first of all, only had one major state school here, we only had Iowa or Iowa State, and the basketball program stunk. Mm-hmm. Now think of more investment that Drake could get 
know, from yeah. the business community and what could be. That's what they have in Omaha, and that's what makes I, them. You preach in the choir. Have hey, the do, ability we wanna, to do, it. do we want to do Chris Williams right now? Then yeah. break and then get. Yeah, Chris is ready. He's at the arena. He's uh, he's standing by and just sent me a text. He's ready to go. So we'll get Chris Williams in here. We'll get him to opine on uh, what's coming up this weekend. He's filling in for John Walters. John and Eric are going to stick around and do the. Uh, well, stick around. They're going to head on uh, to TCU and call the football game. Chris is going to uh, pinch it. Uh, for John and do the play-by-play of the uh, uh, Cyclones as they head out to Portland to take part in Phil Knight's uh, Nike tournament. It's a, it's a good group of teams that uh, have made their way out there. We'll talk football with them. You know, as I as I looked over the schedule of games this week in preparation for Bama and Trent and myself going around college football, sure seems to me that the um, we thought that the Big 12 would, would kind of eat each other throughout the season and seemingly they have with one exception. That's TCU. Chris, uh, good to talk to you. Thanks for coming on, Chris Williams. Happy Thanksgiving. Uh, who's doing your color, by the way? I know you're filling in for John. Do you, did, uh, who's going to do the uh, color on the broadcast? Yeah, so it's Darren Hanson. He is the, he's been the head coach at Omaha, Nebraska Omaha, for the last 17 years. Got fired last year. And him and TJ kind of go back to their okay. time Summit League. He's the one who's been doing them on ESPN+. Plus. He's done a nice job. Yeah. He's really, really, really smart, and man, just having a couple of beers with him last night, I'm excited because I know how much I'm going to learn about the game just sitting next to this guy watching games for the next four or five days. So yeah, he's really good. I think people will really enjoy him. So um, what's Portland like? Um, From what you've seen? A lot of homeless people. Is there, yeah. Um, Yeah. (laughs) It's actually, uh, it's it's a beautiful city, though. Is it? It really is. I, I I haven't been around mm-hmm. a lot because we got here yesterday, but I like it. I mean, the Trent would like it. It's a uh, IPA heaven. Oh, jeez, out here. <laughs> can yeah, I can IPA I find a Coors heaven. Light out there? <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, I haven't seen one. To be oh, honest, but, no, it's 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 exactly what you would think in the Pacific Northwest. It's hazy. Yeah, uh, it's been raining basically since we got yeah, here. But it, the Nike thing is really unbelievable. Uh, yeah. This the influence Nike has over the entire city. It's everywhere. So is it really interesting? Yeah. Well, they certainly got a good group of teams coming out there, Chris. I mean, that's that's a pretty good slate. So let let's start there. We'll get to TCU and Iowa State in a second. Um, it sounds as though maybe Kelsher a little bit banged up after last game, or was that more precautionary, knowing who the opponent was and he didn't really need him? What can you say along those lines? I know he's going to give it a shot tomorrow. Yeah, it's a hip thing with him. I don't think he's hurt i think he's banged up i think would be the best way to describe it and he he gave it a go and gave it about five minutes against milwaukee and from what i understand he's good for tomorrow but it's all it's one of those fine lines where you just you know what a hip you know a hip can be you don't want that to be lingering in the big 12 play so you i think it's going to go by how he's feeling but i know he's practicing today and planning to give it a shot yeah i think if they were playing villanova on sunday that he probably would have played so um, yeah, that's about all I know, but I would be surprised if he doesn't give it a full go all week. Because, again, it he can fight through certain things. He can fight through this. It's just more of a discomfort type thing than actually being hurt, if that makes sense. Chance a little bit of a maybe Jaron Holmes kind of coming out party here. Obviously, the transfer ability to get on Off the big stage. Start. And he, he absolutely is. And, and another good thing. We get Caleb Grill outside of Hilton because <laughs> right. it, it was a story last year and this year yeah. against a, a couple of tomato cans and just 
I don't get it. And I'm sure it's got to be something mental with him, right? Shooting in Hilton and the struggles because when he gets away from them, he fills it up. I think it it absolutely has to be mental at this point. Uh, I was actually, it's funny, I was telling Darren on the flight yesterday about that. And I was like, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if he hits like five threes mm-hmm. in yep. one of these games. Mm-hmm. And like the, the numbers were just staggering last year, specifically in Big 12 play. I, I don't get it, but... I do know that I was talking with Caleb yesterday. He um, he's a really good example of getting old in college basketball, and like why you know the fad ten years ago was you wanted all the one and done because mm-hmm. that was for the talent. And like you're going to see Iowa State under TJ. You know, right now I think they're the sixth most experienced D one team wow. <laughs> in all of college basketball hmm. as far as D one experience. And Caleb's kind of like that to me. It's like, even if he's not hitting threes, if you just watch him, and he was telling me about this because his little brother is playing D2 ball and chose to redshirt, and we were just discussing just the difference in playing like year four compared to one as far as anticipation and, and that type of thing. That's what I really like about this Iowa State team. Now, the one question, guys, would be like for Jaron Holmes, He's played high-level ball. You know, they beat Oklahoma last year, him and June. Like, they've, they've played high-level ball. It's different, though, when you go from that level to Villanova. And that's mm-hmm. what we're going to learn about Iowa State in the next week because, like, some guys are just good mid-major players. Now, we've seen other guys go from being a, the, the kid at Creighton right now, a really good low-major player to an elite high-major player. So how do these guys make that transition? So we're – we're going to learn a lot about this team in the next five days. I'm, I'm, I'm really excited. They seem confident. And, again, they just have that experience. So they're not really doing anything for the first time. And I know that's how TJ's wanting to build this thing. Well, let's, uh, let's switch to – are you done, uh, Trent, any more basketball? Let's, I, I got one more. Go. Trey King, the semester comes to a close Friday, December 16th. Is he going to be eligible then the 17th? Is yeah. that how it works? Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. And he'll be ready to go for the Big 12 season. Really a wild card. I know he would help the team. It was a huge blow to them when they couldn't yeah. get him for this semester. Mm-hmm. Um, but we just seen it. Like I've, I've seen it with Jamil McKay, with yeah. Deontay Burton. It usually takes these guys. I mean, Trey hasn't played in two years mm-hmm. by the time he's able That's to play. Amazing. So, yeah, like he's, it's going to help to have that extra body. But I just don't know what you can expect. Like just throwing him from Eastern Kentucky two years off. Oh, now go play in the Big Twelve. Like that's a pretty big transition. We'll have to wait and see, but it'll help to have the body, and he's already one of the best shooters on the team. So that'll definitely help if he can, you know, stand in the corner and hit a couple threes. That's desperately what this team needs. Uh, Chris, you only got three minutes left or thereabouts. So let's let's switch to football. When um, where did you peg TCU preseason? Um, Trent and I, but it was the team that we just didn't know anything yeah. about. We yeah. we talked about the other ones with, I think, right. at least some degree of of knowledge. We had no idea. Where did you have TCU? So, like me being the dummy that I am, I had them like seventh, eighth, ninth ish. Mm-hmm. Um, but then anyone you talk to in football, like actually smart football people, all said that they were. So I, I played their win total over just because of what you? these people were saying. Um, same with Kansas State. Um, so it's not a huge, it is a huge surprise that they're 11 and L to anyone, but there was always this feeling that they had done really well, uh, talent wise. I mean, to have a fifth year quarterback like Max there, there's a lot of intangible stuff like that. And Dykes is super well respected. So I, I, I was wrong. I think I had him seventh in my poll or something like that. They've clearly 
exceeded that. But again, like the underlying thought was that they were always, and even the analytics too, like the numbers and stuff at the beginning of the year. Like we thought Iowa State would be better. This game was always projected to be like a pick 'em, mm. and that was you know two three weeks into the season. So that shows the respect that that they had. Chris Williams, Cyclone Fanatic in Iowa everywhere. Chris, thank you for uh, finding time for us. Uh, enjoy Portland. I know it'll be tough to be away from the family over the uh, the holiday, but uh, um, thank you for doing this uh, with Trent and I, and happy Thanksgiving uh, to yeah. you and yours, Chris Williams. Same to you guys. Great great sports week. So everybody. Oh, man. Buckle up. Indeed it is. <laughs> yeah, baby. Thanks, All Chris. Right. Later, guys. Yep, take care. Chris Williams, Iowa everywhere, and Cyclone Fanatic as we check in on Iowa State. And I don't think you can overstate the importance of this first game, getting the win, because if you lose it, well, not only is it a loss to Villanova, who will see how good they're going to be and how good they turn out to you be. You bet them, did you not? I did, you yeah. They were 50-1 to one yeah. coming into the season. But the other part is, you lose this one, you're playing Portland then in the backside of the bracket. Mm-hmm. You win that one, but still, it's not going to be a, a resume booster by any means. Even though you know it's a neutral court victory against a low major, so you have that component to it. So the importance of this Villanova game, just getting off to the right start, you get your shot against Vill- against North Carolina if you win it. Wow, really, really important to get this win. We'll take our first time out. We'll come back. Mitch Holtis will join the program. Won't be here for a long time. About five minutes with Mitch. Sounds like a segment. It's coming up next. It's Des Moines Sports Station, one hundred six point seven six. Hi, Miller and Condon. Welcome back to Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KX. And all. let's get right to him. We only have him for five minutes as Coach Reed awaits our guest, Mitch Holtis. Uh, Papa John's of Central Iowa sponsors, Mitch. Mitch, uh, thanks for squeezing us in here. We appreciate it. Uh, let's go back to Sunday night before we go forward. What an incredibly entertaining football game. Um, Travis Kelsey's had some wonderful moments as a Kansas City Chief. Man, oh man, he, I think he's changing a lot of people's opinion as to how they rank some of the greatest tight ends to ever play the game, and I say ever play the game, uh, he's starting to become more and more prominent in that conversation, is he not? Well, I'm just, I'm kind of mystified. I I truly think he's one of the top three or four most underrated players in the history of the league. His numbers, if you look at it just empirically, can blow away everybody, at least on a book-to-book after 10 years. I mean, Tony Gonzalez, uh, more yards, but there's like seven more years in there. And I don't know how long Kelsey will play, but when you look at it book to book, nobody's comparable. None of them. Uh, even Gronk. Yeah. So, uh, and he's done it in the playoffs. Like his playoff records are only compared to wide receivers now. And now his regular. So I, I'm just mystified by how little respect he gets for the amazing, consistent, impactful ways uh, he's played this game for 10 years, Kelsey. And then you have on the other side the guy throwing the football, Patrick Mahomes. And yeah, that too. I was I was joking with Ken earlier this week, and oh, it was Josh Allen, and maybe Tua, and we're always trying to find somebody. It's feeling a little bit like Jordan in the mid '90s when we just got sick of voting him MVP year after year after year. The dude's the MVP, and I don't think it's even close. Hmm. Well, and he's zeroing in on an all-time record uh, for a single season, both in touchdown passes and even yards passing. He's zeroing in on those records but his other numbers are what are dazzling here the fact that in nfl stats came up with this one trailing at halftime he's 13 and 7 no other quarterback since the merger and i think up that list hmm. uh, is over 500 so you think of comebacks but they didn't trail at halftime i guess that's the benchmark there 
And then this week, you guys, uh, of all of the passing metrics, yards, completions, completion percentage, um, TD to INT ratio, in his first 75 games, he's first, 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 first. This week, if the Chiefs can beat the Rams, it will be his 59th win in his first 75 games. That will be the all-time NFL record taking out Kenny the Snake Stabler. So it's not just accumulating stats. It's also winning games. And the hits just keep on coming. i got another fun one for you that I just kind of discovered last night that I'll give to you in a second. But I'm just putting it out there, but it's a phenomenal stat about Mahomes. Mm. And passing by one Hall of Famer after another as he moves his way up up the ladder. Mitch, when the schedule comes out, uh, you know, this is one of those games, right? Wow, Rams, Chiefs, Thanksgiving, (laughs) Sunday. This is going to be spectacular. Certainly has a chance. Well, the Chiefs have held up their end of the bargain. Hard to repeat. Injuries taking their tolls on this Rams team. When you've uh, watched the Rams so far this year in advance of the game uh, for Sunday, what do you see from the Rams? They also can make history this week. If they lose this week, the Rams will be three and eight. It's the worst uh, record for a defending Super Bowl champion in a non-strike season. Mm. If you look back at the 1987 year, there was a three and eight defending champion that was Washington. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Or New York. Anyway, it was a strike year, so it doesn't really count. Now, the Broncos, after John Elway retired and winning it in 1998... This is the Brian Greasy era. They started 3-7 and seven the following year, which is tied for the Rams. But in the next week, the Broncos won. So they were 4-7. and seven. If the Rams lose with this week, they'll be 3-8, and eight, the worst ever backup year uh, in Super Bowl history uh, if they lose. But they're not 3-7 and seven because of their defense. This defense is playing at a high level. Aaron Donald, spectacular, uh, and a generational player. Jalen Ramsey, who tried to obliterate uh, – Tyreek Hill, when he was a Jaguar in the opening game of 19. Leonard Floyd's on this team. Bobby Wagner's on this team. Defensively, the stats hold up. It's offensively where the problems are for the Rams. Can't eat turkey all weekend long. Got any ideas what we should do if we're sick of turkey? Whether you're going white meat or dark meat, I go, no, Papa John's pizza. Let's do it. Let's do it. And, that, and, and, and the Donaldsons will appreciate this. I'm thankful for them, but they're also thankful for uh, all of their customers and, and being there. Patrick Mahomes' completion percentage so far this year yeah. is 66.3%, okay? Yeah. Last year, he ended at 66.3%. <laughs> the year before, he ended at 66.3%. That's wild. Look it up. That's, He's a robot. That's wild. Happy Thanksgiving, Mitch right. Altus. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Happy yeah. Thanksgiving. Good to hear from you. Mitch Altus, voice, that's, that's bananas. 66.3 for back-to-back-to-back to back years. They're so fun to watch, Trent. They are. I mean, I hate to say it. You, you, you just got to respect them, right? Mm-hmm. If, you have root, if, you have, if you're a Chargers, Raiders, or Broncos fan, I mean, just get open wide and take your medicine. He's not going anywhere. This kid's unbelievable. He's never lost a division game that's, on the road. It's nuts. It's unthinkable. Unthinkable yes. for anybody to do that. Right. It does Tom Brady never did that. And he no. had a crappy division for how long? Right. And Buffalo was down. They didn't make the playoffs for two decades. No, the Jets are seemingly always down. Right.
Um, and Miami I, has not been good. No. And yet, never had a streak never. like that. But Mahomes is just, he's a witch. <laughs> so with some of the plays that he makes in, the, in this football game, it's like you said at the beginning of the week. You know, should we just not just, just trying to yeah, just trying to outthink yourself? Mm-hmm. That's what we're trying to do. It's Carl Malone. All right, we're sick of Jordan here. Right. Carl, you take it this Charles year. Barkley, boy, what a season in Phoenix! Right, you don't deserve it, but you know what? We're sick of giving. It's Mahomes, and it's always Mahomes. And it's I hope you're wrong, but it seemingly <laughs> maybe you may end up being right. Here are the updated odds from Circa to win minus one fifty five. Minus one fifty five. So you're laying it now. Yeah. Could I interest you in a Lamar Jackson at twenty-two to one? Couldn't interest me in anybody else. Nobody else. As I told you, Creighton cutting down the nets—that's throwing away money. Uh-huh. Anybody else throwing away? I'm money? still betting Creighton. You're not talking me out of it. I'm going to take a stab on Creighton. I got all this free money from Bet Rivers for well, finishing third. Finishing third, and I finished uh, second to last. Did you? It was a rough one. I started um, chasing too early. That was my problem. Yeah, I don't know. It was. It's a fun contest. It was. Uh, thank you, Bet Rivers. Thank you, mm-hmm. Wild Rose Casinos. Travis Dvorak and mm-hmm. uh, and everybody for putting that together. Rob Howe finished second. I don't know the winner. Ryan. Ryan from uh, Quad Cities. Dinwiddie yeah. or something like that. I'm not sure of his last name. I'm not yeah. sure either. But um, yeah, fun contest. Mm-hmm. We all the media that gets involved in them love being uh, participating in them. They had a baseball one. I'm, I don't know if they'll have a bull one. They've had Super Bowl ones in the past. March Madness, all mm-hmm. kinds of things. Fun to. Get involved in those contests. You have a couple of trophies. Mm-hmm. I have a trophy. Mm-hmm. No trophy for us, though, in this contest. No, but uh, still uh, get a little boost in the account for running uh, running third. Uh, so a couple of things real quick. We'll talk more about it with, with, with Bama. Is Lane Kiffin leaving Old Miss right after the game tomorrow? It feels like it's it going to Doesn't happen, it right? feel like it to you? Now, Lane played this perfectly in the interim. With, Go, with pushing back on the report? Going right back yeah. at the reporter, saying that he's leaving. Leaving his TV station right. for yeah, yeah, at another yeah. TV station. Yeah. And then the guy that was the anchor at that other TV station said, hey, where am I going? See, he, I didn't see that yeah, part. Yeah, he played That's it good. off really That's well, good. too. Yeah, yeah, I mean, they're having fun with it, but it's fait accompli, isn't it? I think it is, too. You know, I love this game. It's, it's too bad, because I'm going to spend most of my time on the Vikings mm-hmm. uh, and the Patriots, but... Um, I guess that's the one downside. Didn't A&M and Texas always play on Thanksgiving, too, for the long... Or was it Friday? They It was kind of back and forth, I believe. You know, mm-hmm. it, was, it wasn't an every-year type of thing. I'll be honest, I haven't seen much of this game throughout the years. O- Old Miss Mississippi State, it's just too much other stuff seemingly yeah. always going on. Mm-hmm. Too much family bouncing around. So I don't have the same kind of love affair that you do with this game because I know you're always going to be at home, right? <laughs> yeah. You don't do a lot of traveling. No. There's not a whole lot of that. So I don't have the same kind of affinity or connection to the Egg Bowl, but I mean, the craziness that has happened in this game oh, throughout boy, the years. Oh boy, I'll and, say. I mean, there's years that both teams go in three and eight and it's still huge. It's a pretty big game. And it's still yeah. packed and it's important there. So I'm going to ask, we talked about this um, on, on, um, on Monday, we're at the keg stand. One of the things, just for Bama, uh, of, the, of the two, Iowa, um, Nebraska has a better chance to pick off Iowa, or Iowa State has a better chance to pick off TCU? I think both of them have a chance. I think both underdogs are live dogs this weekend. In fact, when I put together my round-robin Moneyline parlay, I know both of them are going to be leg in it, mm-hmm. because I can see both Nebraska and Iowa State winning their games this weekend. For Nebraska, it's pretty simple. What's the Iowa offense going to do? Right. I mean, better lately, though. They've been better, better. lately. 
I mean, the bars they not set their real high. I get it. The bars are not set real high. <laughs> but he's not making mistake, not making as many mistakes. Right. Just had the fumble against Wisconsin. Hasn't thrown an interception right. the last four games. Still, even with all that I'm being said, you, go back. I know at the time there's no way that uh, this guy's getting a Christmas card from the Ferences, right? Les Maria, wherever his name is, from the Cleveland Plain yeah. Dealer. He lit him up, and they haven't lost since. Maybe that was and exactly they and what they, they came. Needed. They became a team. Everybody circle around the coach mm-hmm. type of thing. Is there anybody in college football that's been better than what Kirk Ferentz has done with those kinds? Well, he's of situations? had the longevity, so it's hard to say. He's anybody. had a lot more opportunities right. at it. Um, and no, he's been remarkable at it, Trent. He's been he's been really good at it. From and, individual seasons like this one mm-hmm. to go back to twenty twenty, we thought two games in, he was on his way out. Yeah, they were on two. Yeah, the racial disparity, all mm-hmm. the issues that were happening oh, inside that was the a program. Tough off season. Yep, you're zero and two. You have a absolutely idiotic game plan against Northwestern. You fall to zero and two, and it's over. They dominate Michigan State. They rip off six straight wins. It would have been eight straight wins if two games weren't canceled there. Mm-hmm. And then they get it right back. Go back to when they pulled the Who were the they going to play in the bowl game? Who canceled? Missouri. was Mizzou. Oh, that's yeah, right. Mizzou yeah, and right, Nashville. Right. That's right. Yep. was going to be the destination there. Michigan, of course, canceled late mm-hmm. in the season, which would have been the regular season. I love that concept, by the way, of those crossovers. Are we going to see that come back? No. It should. I agree it should. I, I have long maintained that uh-huh. would be... Three in the East, play three in the West. That's what we're talking about. And make it... Four versus four, et cetera, et cetera. Have championship week really be something bigger. And think of that. We get to the end of the season. All right. There's no more divisions in the Big Ten. It is what it is. You play your nine conference games, top two teams play for the championship. But teams three and four are playing each other with the possibility of a playoff does it berth? Take, does it take away from the championship game, though? Not necessarily. You play all those games during the day. You play that one at night. Have all your games either eleven or two thirty, mm-hmm. leading into that one. But you got Penn so State. I watch. Then you can't watch the SEC. Well, the SEC. Is, oh, no, it's in the middle of the afternoon. You can't watch the Big Twelve. You can still watch. People, people can watch. It's like any other week. You can still watch. Yeah, I mean, but you know, if your team's playing, I don't know. I mean. I get what you're saying. I love the concept. I truly do. Maybe it's the week after, but then you can't. You can't because, yeah, the way the calendar works, Mm -hmm. you can't do that. I'm thinking three and four that year, both Penn State and Iowa went seven and two. Not good enough to qualify for the championship. Have they played during the regular season? I like it. And Penn State's ranked 11th. Iowa's 14th. And the winner gets a playoff berth and a 12 team Mm. playoff. Mm hmm. Or even five and six. I will say this to, to to the naysayers out there that think the expanded playoff is going to destroy oh. the month. It's going to do nothing but help it. Absolutely. Look at Major League Baseball in this final two weeks of September. There's a not a gazillion teams, but there's way more teams involved that still have a chance to get into postseason. That's what it's going to be. If you're 14, 15, 16, you've got a chance. And the people that was ha- were having that take this week that, oh, you know, the, that Illinois-Michigan game wouldn't matter in the same way. We don't think Michigan wants to buy in the first round? Precisely. Come on. Exactly. Well, conference championship games aren't going to matter anymore. Are you a moron? <laughs> I mean, how, how can you possibly think that? You know, we'd rather actually have to play four games as opposed to three to win a national championship. Yeah. Conference championship games aren't going to matter. What a stupid take. No, I and, and I heard a ton of that last week. Did weekend. you? Yes. Just uh, try to be nuts. Have a little bit. Just think a little bit deeper about it. Mm-hmm. Will those games still matter? They absolutely will. Those bye weeks are going to be so important to get that one less game that you have to play to get there, a home playoff game if we ultimately get to the way it Mm -hmm, should be, mm -hmm, where mm -hmm. quarterfinals are also played on home sites. That is going to be huge. Not only that, yeah, not only the team's playing for a bye, but to stay in the top eight, beat teams five through eight, that means a home game in the opening round. You don't think that matters? 
Would you rather do? Have to go on the road in the first round? It just, I'll play in front of the home, folks. That works for me. And Oh, boy, these games aren't going to matter going forward with this 12-team oh, play. Trust me, it's, it's, it's going to be huge. You know what else? Uh, um, first question for Tom Kaker, because this is a pretty big weekend for the Iowa football program. It is. They are determined to get Caden Proctor on campus mm-hmm. for this game against Nebraska. What have you heard? Have you heard anything? I haven't heard much, no. I, and that's what worries me because I think if we would have, if there would have been positive news, it would have been out there mm-hmm. that Caden Proctor is indeed taking his visit to Iowa this weekend, that he is going to be in Iowa City at Kinnick Stadium. Because if he's not, I don't think that's a real positive sign. He's been there a bunch. Uh huh. But they, they are to determined deliver. to get him this weekend. Thanksgiving weekend. I know, but they maybe are got, determined maybe to get him. He's got family plans. Well, that, again, they want him there in the worst way. So they're reaching out to him. And what is he? What has he told him? I don't know. I haven't seen anything. Tom Caker told us a week ago. Seventy. He was. 30. He was still confident. Seventy thirty. Mm-hmm. Because I was got an offer that is going to be in the same ballpark apparently as Oregon. Is it still seventy thirty today? We will ask if him. Caden Proctor's going to be there. Hour. I'd say yes. If he's not, I'd say not so much. I think this is something to really watch. Should we take our time out and yeah. then talk to Lee Sterling on the other side? ParamountSports.com. He's got a handful of games to opine on. Look forward to catching up uh, with Lee in hour number two. Bama, Trent, and I will take a look at some of the uh, more meaningful games this weekend in college football. Another year goes by when all these rivalry games are not going to touch Florida, Florida State. Remember when that used to mean something? Oh, absolutely. Oh, my God, this was a big one. Didn't they play back-to-back year? played in the regular season finale and then in a bowl game? I don't recall. I think it was a Sugar Bowl that they played, probably really? in the 90s sometime. So they were in different conferences at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah, they are now. Yeah. Uh, Miller & Condon, it's Des Moines Sports Station, 106.1-800 bets off. Now back to Miller & Condon on 106.3 KXNO. Here's Ken and Trent. About 10 minutes before noon, it's Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. Lee Sterling from Paramount Sports joins us. It is the time of year where he's got that turkey shootout special uh, that he puts out there each and every week. It's a whole bunch of games. Let's get Lee in here to tell us about that and to opine on a handful of games. Lee, Trent, and Ken, thank, uh, thanks for coming on, and happy Thanksgiving to you. How are you? I'm great. Couldn't be better. Just found out my daughter landed. Nice. Uh, her plane from New York City. So uh, excited to spend my my Thanksgiving uh, with my family and friends. And that's what it's all about. And mix in a little bit of football, too. Absolutely. A <laughs> whole lot of football. Well, let's, uh, before, yeah. I don't want to run out of time. Talk about the special yeah. that you've got. Do it every year at this time yeah. uh, the Turkey Shootout. Yeah, it's 15 games from Thursday all the way through Sunday night. And we've had some. Thirteen and two and twelve and three records. So what a year! We're we've won twelve out of fifteen weeks uh, this year in college football and the NFL. So anyone wants to get involved, fifteen games, and it will include our college football. This is going to be our blowout special of the year. It's a game where the line is right around a touchdown. I think a team's going to win by four or five touchdowns. <laughs> you want to get involved? Just one place: ParamountSports.com. Ninety-seven dollars. Ninety-seven dollars, great deal there, and a chance to 
Put a little jingle in your pocket going into Black Friday and, of course, Cyber Monday next week and do your Christmas shopping with a little bit more. Lee Sterling, let's get into your games coming up this week. A fun, certainly, slate of games. Let's kick things off with the NFL on Thanksgiving and the nightcap. It is the Vikings back at home after a disaster, disastrous performance a week ago. Here comes New England with that good defense. Vikings banged up on the offensive line. It's Kirk Cousins in prime time. They're laying a field goal. What do you have? Yeah, the best thing about wagering is you can go against a team like I did last week with Dallas and come back with that team the next week. So I think the Vikings will rebound here. I think the New England defense is good, but not as good as they looked against the Jets. The Jets were in a free fall. Mm. Mac Jones, a quarterback, I think is, he's pedestrian. I, I wouldn't be surprised if Bailey Zappi finally gets the call this or next week here. I know there's some injuries on the offensive line here, but hey, so does New England have injuries. They could be without starters David Andrews and Isaiah Wynn for this game here, and you got to love the color rush uniforms of the Vikings. Vikings get the job done 26-20. All right, earlier in the day, in fact, the, the lid lifter the, tomorrow is going to be the Bills. They're back in Detroit. Uh, they're laying nine and a half against the, uh, all of a sudden, uh, seemingly a team with a pulse that's figuring out Detroit Lions. Yeah, and, and I've gone against Detroit early and often Thanksgiving Day. They're just 5-15 and 15 straight up the last 20 years here. But all of a sudden, I mean, they've got confidence. Uh, you know, they're not having as many breakdowns, not as many turnovers here. And, and what's going on with Buffalo? Defense, weakened by the week. Not many people are talking about that. Where's wide receiver Gabriel Davis? He hasn't shown much the last month. And, I mean, the Bills had to travel to Detroit. They decided to go home, and now they got to come back again here. I think they escape 38-34, but I'm taking the Detroit Lions maybe for the first time in a decade. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Let's stay in the state of Iowa. Black Friday, the Hawkeyes at home for Nebraska. They're a win away from punching their ticket back to Indianapolis once again. Big number here, 10.5 Nebraska. Not a whole lot to play for at this point. What do you see with the Huskers and the Hawkeyes? I think it's a big number here for a team, you know, that was outgained in Big Ten action so far this year by an average of 302 to 267 yards. Minnesota gashed them for 263 rushing yards here last week. So I think Nebraska's got the weapons in offense here with Thompson, the quarterback. They've got some receivers that can get down the field here. I think Iowa might escape here, but I think Nebraska, they're the right side. Iowa escapes here 24-20. Well, the beat goes on for the Frogs of TCU. They're 11-0. They are the number four team in the playoff rankings. Here comes Iowa State. They're having a disappointing year. Chance to play spoiler. Not much else in this one. We've seen it before. They knocked off Oklahoma State on a Friday night. They're getting 10.5. Clones, a big dog as they head on the road to take on the big dog in the Big 12 TCU. Yeah, and I think Hunter Deckers, if he had played better this year, they could have won four or five more games. He's not reading defenses. He's releasing the ball too late. Now, love the game plan last week. Baylor had opening drive. They decided they're going to run right down TCU's throats. And uh, eight runs, just two passes in that opening drive, 76 yards for a touchdown. Took off almost six minutes of the clock, but they were not able to keep it up. This TCU team has heart. They've got playmakers here, and I just think the – Iowa State defense has been asked to too much here. 
I, I like Max Dugan when it counts here. I think they pull away late, 31-14. And we wrap it up with the game. It is Ohio State-Michigan, 11 o'clock Central Time. It'll be on Big Fox, the Buckeyes, a 7.5-point favorite against the Wolverines. Yeah, and, and weather is a factor. Two biggest things here, weather. Uh, and right now it looks like low 50s and clear. Now there will be some rain on Saturday, but I'm checking right now the forecast is calling for rain about 7, 8 o'clock at night. So, I mean, if it's clear, it obviously helps Ohio State. If it's raining, might help Michigan here. Also injuries to the running backs. I mean, yep. uh, each of the team's top two running backs are not 100%, and there's a chance – Blake Horn may not be able to play for Michigan, or even if he plays, he's not 100%. So uh, watch that. So we'll probably wait closer to game time here to pull the trigger. I just think the difference here is C.J. Stroud, 35 touchdowns, just four interceptions. If they get a double-digit lead here, I think it's going to be tough for Michigan to play catch-up. I think also home field and revenge plays into this game here. I like Ohio State. By double digits, 34-24. You are preaching to the choir there. I, I'm with you. Your game of the year is also taking place tomorrow. It's the Cowboys are in their slot, 3.30 um, Central Time on uh, on Thanksgiving. They're hosting their division rival, the New York Giants. Uh, it's the game of the week. If the folks want more information, Lee, how can they reach you? Just call 800-400-9741. We'll give them the game for free. 800-400-9741. Like I said, our college football blowout special of the year goes on Saturday, 4-1 and one on our 45 and 50 unit plays so far this year. You want to get this game 12 out of 15 winning weeks, 15 selections, turkey shootout, just $97, one place, ParamountSports.com. And guys, I want to wish you and your families and the listeners out there a happy, healthy, and safe Thanksgiving Day. And weekend. Back at you, Lee Sterling. Thank you. We'll speak with you next week. Thanks, Lee. Sounds good. Yep. Yeah. Take care. Lee Sterling, uh, ParamountSports.com. So the the game, mm-hmm. I wish the game would be played under the lights. What, what kind of number would that do TV-wise? Oh, Can you imagine? Yeah. <laughs> Saturday it's night. It's just bonkers. I mean, yeah. the USC Notre Dame is good. It is. Ohio State, Michigan will crush it yeah, ratings-wise. It's Why biggest... is it always in the morning, Trent? Is that is something that's been going on since before I got here that yeah, I don't know tradition. about? It's just always there? Yeah. Yeah. Just tradition. Now, it's been, there's been a couple of times that it's moved late afternoon. Late afternoon window, right. right. The and I window. know that the Big Ten had that, not a rule, it's a policy, yeah. uh, that we don't play games in November uh, under the lights. Man, can you, there's just the television ratings that this bad boy would do. Huge. You think Fox will... Twist the arms a little bit well, to make that happen. I, I, I wonder why it hasn't to this point. Especially now, you, you can't determine it in advance. I mean, no. these teams are unbeaten. Well, the other part is there's a lot of talk of will this be the second to last game and the last game in Columbus that has played the final weekend of the regular season because the possibility of a rematch in the championship game. Oh, like they moved Bedlam in the Big 12 a couple right. of years ago? The possibility that they oh. move this away from this weekend. Not only that, it's going to go back to the way it was in the Big Ten forever, or forever, for a very long time when the regular season came to a conclusion. Because Thanksgiving week, with the new calendar that very well could happen with the 12-team playoff, Thanksgiving week will be championship week, and everything will be pushed up a week. So week zero will actually be the start time for college football. There's a real possibility that So week happens. zero would be the middle of August? Uh, there wouldn't be a week zero. 
in this new calendar. Yeah, had me until you laid that on me. So it will be the last week in August will be the first weekend of college football. It makes sense that they have to move those windows, yes. right? And because you got to get an extra couple of rounds mm-hmm. in there. So the way they're making that. And, of course, it's also the Rose Bowl. Imagine that. They are whining. They are. And making a fuss. They absolutely are. Not only do we want yep. our window. Right. Then they we want their want, teams. And we also want another mm-hmm. game on top of it. Mm-hmm. They're the one that is continuing to you know drag their feet. Uh, it's, it's been a wonderful relationship mm-hmm. for decades, but all things come to an end. Right? Rose Bowl, as we know, it certainly is coming yeah. to an end. Jump on board or get out of the way mm-hmm. because college love football is moving. <laughs> Have the parade. Do it to fill your boats. Uh, well, we were there for the Rose I was blown away. Beautiful. It, it, well, that just that, but all the work that the stanchions, the um, mm-hmm. that all on the streets, just the amount of work to get ready for that thing, just huge. Hour two coming up. Bama Trent and I will start it off by going around college football. Tom Kickard on the Hawks. Miller and